Hey, sip, slide, trying to provide for me. For me. For me. What's good, everybody? Welcome back. Hope y'all had a good week out there. I thought I was having a difficult week until my medical insurance bill came today. Well, I shouldn't say medical. My dental bill came. And it said I don't owe no money. Praise God for benefits. With that being said, stop letting everybody trick y'all into thinking like it's embarrassing to work for a company and you need to work for yourself and there's no benefits of having a job working for somebody else making them rich. I'm here to let you know right now, being able to get checked on, my my wisdom teeth that's coming in that I should have got, got out when I was 18, but I decided I was going to try to thug it out, which is another bad decision I made in my youth, but we here now. Didn't get them out, but I got a consultation free. Got dental. Got a job. There's nothing wrong with that. And before I get back into part three, I kind of want to start this off with a tweet that I've seen going viral, a lot of people talking about, and it reads, you should be embarrassed as a grown man making 36K a year. Yes, this is a lot of people's position right now, men and women, still embarrassing. When I was making that much, I wasn't dating. You married and your spouse make that. Sheesh. I see why divorce is so prevalent. When you're down bad like that, you can't focus on being the best you. Financial issues kill relationships. You stressing about bills and now you have an attitude. Or you're not as attentive to your partner and watch your relationship crumble slowly. I'm going to get back to that later on, but I just want to kind of set the mood for why you shouldn't be embarrassed. And with that being said, it brings me into like me wanting to combine like my sophomore and my junior year when I was in college. And I just remember kind of what I alluded to in a previous episode, you know, when I came back my sophomore year, I just got done working a full year at Walmart. And going back to school, like, was it was a weird thing at the moment. It being that, like, I was going through, like, one of the most difficult things I could face, like, emotionally at the time. My, my dad my stepmom was getting divorced or, you know, was on the way. Like, and I found myself thinking, like, I don't even know how I'm really about to go back to school. Like, everything's not right at home. And even before I left. I struck a deal with my dad before a lot of stuff hit the fan. And, you know, I asked my dad, like, straight up, like, you know, do I need to quit my job before I go back to school and just go to school? And you'll help with my payments from my payment plan that I got to set up. Or, you know, should I just transfer and just keep my job and work while I go to school? And my dad ended up telling me, no, nah, it's good. It's good. I got it. I'll make the payments like we're we going to make it happen. Like you did what you had to do to get to, to work and get yourself back in school. Like I'm going to handle this for you. And like, like shortly after, like I end up getting my classes and stuff like, you know, school kind of started for a little bit. And I remember 
uh the little payment plan people was letting me know like my first payment was coming up and i called my dad and i was like look the first payment is due this month it, it needs to be made it's this amount of money you know at the time like i said man the divorce was was on the rise you know my dad was like you know i don't i don't got it right now and i was like well i don't i don't know what i'm supposed to do like I, I need to be paid. And, you know, he was just like, you know, I don't got it right now. And, you know, figure something out. And I was like, I don't I don't know what to figure out. Like, I would have never came back to school under these type of conditions, you know, if, if I thought that this would be a possibility. And then my dad's like, well, you know what? You decided to go to college. So you got to make this work. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to drop out then. I don't even need to be here. And then my dad followed up with saying, well, if you drop out, like, you got to live with that. Like, I don't. And I remember getting off the phone with him. And I was thinking, like, all right, like, I got to make it happen. Like, I can't play no games. But even in the midst of that, I just remember being just, like, super, super down. Like, that's the first time I ever went off the grid on everything where – the only person I was in close contact with was uh, my roommate. That's the only person I was talking to. I wasn't on Instagram. I wasn't on Snapchat. I don't. I think Vine was popping back then. I might have dated myself. I don't, I wasn't on nothing. I got off everything and I literally was just going to class and just thinking like, how am I gonna, you know, make these payments? Cause I had no clue. And I mean, I was <laughs> I was down so bad. I didn't even have, like, insurance on my truck at the time. I canceled it because I was thinking I need to save every bit of money I can. And I I wouldn't even get no haircuts. I was just letting my hair grow out. I had, like, one of the biggest afros, like, on campus. And simultaneously, like, J. Cole was growing his hair out. And then everybody was like, oh, bro, that's cold world. That's cold world. That's cold world. Look nothing like J. Cole. But I guess when you light skin with an afro, you look like whoever light skin with an afro. But, um, yeah, I found myself, you know, just real down and, you know, not really into much. I mean, I think even at the time, like, I wasn't even, like, going to the, the gym as as much, like, I, as I kind of was because I just went through, like, a little health transition and I got, like, super shape. But um, I remember, like, one day, you know, just going to church and we was having a college event. And it was a uh, like some new freshmen going to the to, to the college event. Then I, you know, I'm you know introduced myself to everybody, not thinking nothing of it. End up leaving, and then my boy, my roommate Zoe, was like, "Oh man, like it was two girls at the uh, event yesterday. Like I invited them to hang out with us. I was like, invited them to hang out with us. Like why would you do that?" And then he was like, "Yeah, you know, one of the girls is from Mississippi, and then the other girl is from Oakland." And they play softball. I'm like, all right, you know, uh, what are we finna do? He like, I don't know. So we end up uh, picking up, which was uh, Rachel and Lauren. And I don't know, bro, like two broke people. We just went to Sonic and then went back to the dorm and was playing dominoes. But from there, you know, I had to uh, end up finding, like, you know, one of the best friendships I could have, you know, my best friend to this day, Lauren. And it provided a way for me 
to kind of like not just lean on my roommate so much, but kind of like, you know, you know, just being around Lauren and her softball teammates. And it was it was kind of funny to the point to where like I hung out with Lauren so much, like all the dudes that wanted to get at Lauren was thinking like I was her boyfriend or something. And then they was all scared to like approach her. It's kind of like the weirdest thing you ever seen in your life. Like a bunch of, a bunch of dudes way of flirting is by asking like, like, oh, hey, like, like that, that's your boyfriend? Like, bro, like, bro, just say what you got to say and, 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 and get on, man. It's not that deep. But anyway, um, uh, end up like helping me like a lot, just being able to like, you know, have somebody else to like kind of like share my thoughts with or even somebody else just like involved in something else to kind of take my, my life away or my, my, my focus on like my life and, you know, just gave me like another sense of like, you know, purpose and like helping out because even at the time, like I was, I guess what you consider upperclassmen and, you know, uh, her and Rachel, they was freshmen and, you know, it was just kind of my, my way to just kind of like embark like some of the knowledge that I had previously with school and just share it with them I mean even to the point to where I think Lauren's actual boyfriend at the time like I ended up hanging out with him and like finding my way back in the gym because he hooped and we basically hooped everywhere from like the church the school like intramural like it just began like to become like a good time because I you know I had like new people around me and uh, I kind of want to just make a point to say, like, a lot of times, like, people would tell you, like, you know, when you go to school, like, you need to, you know, just discover yourself, like, un unlock yourself and go chase this dream career or go chase your dream girl. Like, you, you need to find a husband. You need to find a wife. But nobody is, like, really big on, like, finding, like, you know, role models and long-lasting friendships and I'm, I mean like real friendships like not that little fake oh that's my brother that's my sister y'all sleep with each other behind closed doors type deal like I mean like like real friendships that stand the test of time and somebody that's there for you in time of stress because uh even at that time for me and probably like other students you know college is a very stressful task and it really is one of those places to where, like, if you can find a strong community of people, it'll make it less stressful and even easier. Because I, I remember at the time thinking, like, just hanging out with, with Lauren, who she was she, she was there for softball, but she had an academic scholarship, and thinking, like, that kind of motivated me to want to do as best as I could, even to mention, like, I was having a hard time at first, a lot of people didn't notice, just going back to school after working for a year, because the job that I had, I, I wasn't using my brain to that type of capacity, to where, like, I'm back to, like, trying to balance a bunch of classes or a bunch of tasks at once, like, doing homework again, like, gotta take tests again, just, it was just completely different ball game after working for, like, a straight year, and not like doing anything stressful because I promise you what I was doing at Walmart was, was not stressful. I was just in a deli, just slicing deli meat and slicing deli cheese. That was it. And I put, I weighed stuff and I put a tag on it. I wasn't even a cashier. I just had no stress of dealing with people's attitudes or nothing. 
you know, even at that, at the most, outside of, like, slicing things, I just serve people, like, ranch wings, which, by the way, if you ain't never had no ranch wings, I believe all Walmarts carry them now across the nation, get you some. They literally are the best chicken wings from any grocery store and compared to any chain, get you some. But anyway, like... But, you know, just hanging out, you know, with with even, like, other athletes that was Lawrence teammates, just seeing, like, how dedicated they was to school, like, kind of showed me, like, like the, like, the level of dedication that I should have, like, towards, you know, being in school. Even, like, coupled with the fact that, like, obviously mostly, most of us have different majors, but, you know, it's, it's nothing for us to, like, be like, oh, I got to you know, I got a test tomorrow, I hope you do good, or, like, what's your grades, like, how you doing, like, you know, you slacking, like, nah, don't be, don't be missing class, don't be oversleeping, like, all that, even to think, like, hanging out with athletes in general, I think for most people, you know, that might be a good, a good place to start with, because these, these people are abnormal individuals, I'm gonna say that, abnormal individuals because it's like student athlete literally legitimately is a real thing to where it's like these people's whole collegiate career for as long as they play a sport is mapped out from the morning to the end even including study halls to where it's like these people is like balancing two things at once the major that they choose that that they're pursuing That'll help them obtain, like, some things that they want later in life. But also, being an employee for the school. And I know it seems probably people might accept that more these days with the NIL, you know, being legal and stuff. But it's like these people really employees for the school. Like, they always got to wear, like, the school colors. Like, they be having curfews. You know, they got to make sure, like, their GPAs is up so that they can get playing time. They got to make all these practices. Like, even as I think as freshmen for most teams, it's like a mandatory study hall, even if you got good grades. But this is even in place to make sure that, you know, they maintain those grades so that they can keep representing the school. And even when you hang out, you know, with other athletes and you kind of see kind of like compared to, to the regular student, like – there's a there's even a lot that goes on behind the scenes that I think, you know, now, like I said, it's different. But back then, it, it'd be aided if they could have, like, like actual more money for their pocket stuff. Like, I remember, like, Lauren's first car that she got for college, which, I mean, it was a, still a good car. That little Kia Rio. I forgot what year it was. But I remember, like, we used to always, like, make this joke, like, man, bro. The windows, and it's not even electric, bro. I'm tired of having to manually roll up your windows, bro. Like, it's 2015, bro. Something got to change. But anyway, you know, but, like, just, the, like, just very motivated by, like, the drive that these these women and even other some of my friends that was males that was Ashley, but I ain't going to lie. I mean, all my friends mainly be women, man. I don't know because... You hang out with too many dudes, everything is always a competition. I ain't got time to be compete with nobody for real but myself. But um I even say that to say that um you know, like I said, having 
having these bonds is very important. And even thinking like I've been noticing in some of my episodes, like I haven't even been saying like the names. I just say like my boy or like the girl or something. I'm like, that's something I need to change because a lot of the people, even when I do that, I know I'm diminishing like the effect that they've had on my life to even think like I remember like when me and Lorenzo actually got to be roommates when we both returned to A&M. It was like a beautiful feeling because it was like, I remember freshman year, we wanted to be roommates, but somehow like my school lost my application and I ended up getting another room and that ended up being like a, a big, a big deal in itself and thinking like, dang, like, you know, it could have been a little bit different if we was in this thing together. And for those that don't know, Lorenzo was the one I was talking about in my last episode who was going crazy about being far from home and being homesick. You know, but it still worked out good for both of us because it led to us being able to meet different people. And I even think with that said, it's just a plethora of even upperclassmen that went on to kind of like give me some some free game to help me navigate college better. Like I remember the the roommate I ended up having like freshman year, just to take it back to my freshman year, he ended up being, I think, a junior in college and he just broke down the whole thing for me. Like, telling me, like, you know, who who to hang with, who's doing this, what these people is about, you know, why I shouldn't be hanging with this crowd. And then even thinking, like, he used to always wake up on Sunday morning, and he used to play a lot of the old gospel songs that my parents used to play when I was growing up while he was ironing his clothes when he went to church. And it's crazy to think I never, uh, I never went to church with him, I think. Like, he invited me, like, one time, and I was like, nah, I can't go. But I told you, I went, I was off church back then but I even remember like some of like my first parties I went to like he took me to and I was even shocked that you know we got in for free it's a you know who I do I do a lot of stuff for free bro not anything but I I'm happy about free and even from there like somebody that also like I, I want to shout out that's big um Demetrius Tribbett I mean this man was basically like senior I think when I first met him and he ended up like taking me under his wing like wholeheartedly and you know he was from Chicago him and Aaron was both from Chicago but he really took me under his wing for real and he even ended up like going to the same church that I frequented even like the first time I met him I think I was talking trash to him when I was hooping at the church and lo and behold like he ended up letting me hoop on like his intramural team and like even that was kind of like a a bigger deal for me because it let me it let me kind of just you know expand like you know my game a little bit against like like older men because that's a that's one thing that I never really thought about when I went to school is like like it's kind of like not not like high school where like everything is kind of like the same because like everybody ages out but college is not a place where like everybody ages out but you know it's a fun experience and even like everything outside of basketball from like his older brother, like Sharon, and even his cousin Tay that came out to Huntsville. And I even want to give a big shout-out to one of my favorite AKAs out there, TK. I mean, I remember the first time me, me, it was me and my boy Zoe and Trey. Like, we met her, and we just was going to, like, this little history study hall. And she just like put it like put a good taste in our mouth about A and M, and kind of changed the way we was looking at A and M at the moment. Cause 
And, you know, as time went on, you just be ready to transfer and be thinking college is so boring. Like, it's nothing for me to do. Like, why am I here? But, you know, you look back and you be like, man, like, you come across like the right people, man. You you just get a different outlook on like what's important. You know, and I'm just, that's one thing I say I love about even the fact that I attended the HBCU was just like, it's just so many black people rooting for each other in one place. Like everywhere you look, you're like, wow. Like, look at all of us trying to be some good. Like, we not what the news depicts about us. Like, even people that don't know, you know, what takes place here, even thinking like we getting like a less education than other schools because like the classroom size is smaller because it don't cost that much to think like, you know, it's just really the same everywhere you go. And even like the more people that you meet and the more connections you make with people, you realize like, you know, like we really are like all the same. Like we just like live in, in different places, you know? And uh, I mean, even from there, I'm trying to think, oh man, one more person I definitely know that I got to think. I don't even, I don't even know where I'd be if it wasn't for this person. And she actually was in, administ in administration, but uh, Miss Sundance, man, I mean, she definitely like gave me a lot of game and helped me out, especially leading into like my junior year. Because even after, you know, I finished my sophomore year, I think I ended up like picking up a job at like, like Walmart or something. But I ended up having to uh, quit. I had to quit working at that Walmart because it was starting to make my grades slip. And it was like, you know, I came back to I came back to school to be there, man. And uh, I ain't no way I was just about to jeopardize that over working at that Walmart. You know, especially I don't, it's hard for me to just work at Walmart. I don't know how a lot of people are still doing it. I've always been saying they like kind of like the new plantation boys. Whew. It's tough conditions over there. They do not care about you. They do not like you. They will find somebody to replace you quick. But um, you know, it gave me like a lot, a lot of just a lot of free game, man. And just like you know, teaching me like, why don't I, you know, get off campus, you know, get a bill in my name, get my Alabama driver's license, and become an in-state resident so that way I can have in-state tuition, so that I kind of help me, you know, with the payment plans that I've been making. You know, by myself at the time, and well, I shouldn't even just say like a hundred percent by myself, but like eighty percent, like by myself, because I remember like the like one of my payments that I needed like dearly, man. My my auntie ended up giving me like her Dubai vacation money so that I could stay in school, and I always told her like if I ever go to Dubai, it can. It's either going to be with her or it's going to be after I help her go because that was, like, the biggest thing, like, somebody had did for me at that time. And I, I'm so thankful for her doing that. And I, I remember her giving me so much flack, talking about some, boy, I'm giving up my vacation for you to go to school. You better graduate and you better have good grades. Matter of fact, because I'm making this payment, I need to see your grades after every semester. I definitely didn't show her my grades after every semester, but she definitely knows that I made it out and I'm so I'm so happy that she she gave me the opportunity to continue my education but um you know even with that said I remember even like you know going through all these hoops of like being in school you know and like I said I was still trying to fill out just like navigating navigating like collegiate life like especially by myself and even going into my junior year like me and Lorenzo ended up getting kicked off campus 
because uh, our building felt like a like a mold or asbestos inspection, so we had to find like some some off campus housing, and even like it's the the house I end up staying at like right now, uh, owned by one of the people at my church to help college uh college age students or people you know just trying to uh you know make that way in life, and you know like that want to build like some Christian character, end up staying there, and. I remember, like, once I got here and I did, like, a semester my junior year, I ended up, like, not going back to school for the spring semester because, you know, I got caught thinking, like, man, like, do I really want to keep going through this? Like, I just don't I just don't know if this is worth it. And even, like, another big thing that ended up hitting me was my school was telling me after I thought I was making my last payment on my payment plan that, you know, I owed them another $5,000. And I was thinking, how? Like, I got, I kept all the receipts. I seen how much everything I was getting billed. I'm going to take a break right there and say, like, make sure y'all see what what all you paying for. Like, look at it all. Like, as much as you can and keep copies of everything. Because you don't want to be caught like me, just stuck, confused, and, like, baffled that you got to pay, like, another $5,000 out of nowhere. But anyway. And uh, I end up, uh, by that time, I got, like, a, a job at, like, Frito-Lay. And then I think I ended up picking, like, another job up somewhere. I don't, I forgot. Before I end up getting, like, my other two jobs the next year. But anyway, I had a job at Frito-Lay. And I decided, like, man, sheesh, let me just keep working this little Frito-Lay job. And I'm going to decide if I'm going to go back to school. I remember even contemplating, like, man, let me just start a food truck man let me just start a business man that'll, that'll be more worth it for me i start uh, doing some reading like food trucks for dummies and stuff and a lot of articles on food trucks but then one day i woke up man and i had this thought like but if i don't graduate college like would i be able to live with that would i be able to rest with that like did everything i go through like is it all for nothing even at the time i gave the school like twenty thousand dollars of my own money and I was just thinking, like, man, I'm like, I'm just almost there. Like, if I just, if I just dug it out like a little bit longer, like, I'd be all right. I'd be all right. I'll make it. And uh, obviously, you know, I ended up going back to school after like much prayer and consideration, and it ended up being like another one of the best things for me because it gave me like, like I said, more time with those people that I made connect connections with. You know. It, it gave me more time to realize that, you know, I'm more, I'm more powerful than my circumstances. And that's why I want to go back to that tweet. Obviously, that tweet is saying, you know, like, for grown men, like, what is embarrassing? And, like, you know, obviously, it's talking about relationships and divorce. But, you know, like I said, man, we we find ourselves, like, looking at love this 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 age, like, so weird. Like, so, like, so weird that everything is so money-driven or somebody should tell you, like, how you should feel about, you know, what you doing. Like, what you doing, like, you need to be trying to do as much as you can just to please everybody else. Like, you can't be content unless you're not embarrassing the other people. But, you know, I'm just here to tell you, man, like, shoot, I would consider myself at that time even based off, like, the culture standards, I was I was a grown man at that time. I wasn't making no 
I wasn't even making $36,000 a year. And even at that, all my money was going to school. <laughs> That's where all my money was going to, man. Going to school, paying my rent, and just going to work. Like, that was my life. And, you know, I look back on that time. It was It was a good time for me. Like, it was all well worth it. Like, I think, like, I had nothing to be embarrassed about. Like, I got I got so many memories that's not embarrassing. And even the ones that might be embarrassing, you know, between me and, you know, the people that I'm, you know, friends with to this day, those was worth it, too. To think about, like, the experience I was getting in between, like, my sophomore and my junior year was, like, a taste of, like, my dreams actually meeting reality. Like... I went to school to see what I was made of. I went to see, like, was I strong enough to prevail through anything? Was I strong enough to be to be creative, to find new ways to make it? And I even remember, like, my junior year gave me one of the biggest epiphanies when I was talking to uh, Zoe one day. I was like, man, you know what? We always talk about being rich all the time. Like, we don't talk about nothing else. Like, we always talking as if, like, the life we got right now don't mean nothing. To think, like, you know, my mom, my dad, or my stepmom did not go to universities straight out of high school. You know, but I did. You know, the way that they grew up is not how I had to grow up. You know, praise God that it was better. And, you know, I, I told Zoe, I'm like, maybe it's okay, you know, that, you know, we just made it, you know, where we at right now. Like, we always looking at our lives like it's meaningless because some of these athletes that's our age is in the pros making millions of dollars. Because, like, we didn't graduate in four years. Like, we should be embarrassed. Like, you know, my our best friend, like, Khalil, he college four years and done like oh like like we gonna be behind like we was all supposed to be the same class like 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 my degree is just worthless because it wasn't exactly in four years because I gotta work while I'm in college and you know now I'm man now that I got some more bills on my plate I can't I can't go out all the time like everybody else I can't, I can't take these crazy spring breaks like everybody else, you know? I got a job. I can't come back home, you know? To even think, like, for, for me, like, when I had got thrusted into having to work to pay for school because I was like, I'm going to do it, to think, like, every time I came home for Christmas break, I had a Christmas job when I went back to California. When I came back to California... I got a job and I was working like six days a week for one summer after my whole my my whole sophomore year. Then, like I said, man, my junior year, I ended, I ended up picking up two jobs just to pay for college and my bills. You know, and, and to, to think like even where I'm at, like right now, because of that work I put in, then, like, bruh. Like, I'm, I'm not embarrassed. I got nothing to be embarrassed about, man. Just like most people, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. I'm literally putting my best foot forward. And, 
even when I'm looking at like how, like I said, that's that's pertaining to like romantic relationships and saying like why they crumble. And for one, I just want to point out like a lot of people are never talking about just how like they mismanaging their money. Like you're mismanaging it like that. That should be what's embarrassing. The fact that you mismanaging it, even the fact that she said in this tweet, like you, you're. You 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 make that and your spouse make that. That's seventy two thousand dollars a year. Seventy two thousand dollars a year in the household should be embarrassing. That's wild. That's wild to think to even think like some people is making. I don't know what number it is. So if, if fifty thousand is the number, that's not embarrassing. But then people walking around spending forty eight thousand dollars. What what does it matter how much you make if you spent it all on nothing? If you blew it all on nothing, you know, if you turn around and you, you dying for your income tax to come in, thinking like, oh, the government's giving me free money, bro, they just giving you the extra taxes that they withheld from your checks. Like, it's it's not an extra payday. That that was already your money. <laughs> That's what they're giving you back. To even think we living in a land where, like, you know, everybody was like, man, like, needing these stimulus checks. And like, I'm not, I'm by no means, I'm not saying it's embarrassing to need the stimulus check, but I'm saying what we should be checking is legit our finances and people try to use all these broad terms and always talking about financial literacy, this financial, bruh, I'm about to tell you a word right now in a dictionary. It's called a budget. Just get a budget. Everybody always talking about some, bruh, you need to be making all these investments you need to go find you a financial advisor. You need to be trying to build generational wealth. I'm here to tell you before you do all that, you need a budget. You need to learn how to manage your funds. Because I'll tell you one thing, like, bro, my friends already was calling me cheap before I went to school. But I promise you I wasn't embarrassed when I was being cheap when I was in school. I had nothing to be embarrassed about. I'm spending thousands of dollars on school. To even think, I remember my boy Zoe end up like putting me on a girl that was friends with his current girlfriend at the time, and we end up going on a date. And er, you know everything went cool. You know I do what I do. I I show up and I I do my best. And I remember she was like, you know I guess like when she did her little report to to uh her friend saying like oh everything was cool but you know i just i ain't like the jeans that he had on it would have been better if you would have had like some true religion jeans on that would have made everything okay like i just feel like our swags don't match and i remember bro like i, I was so confused bro and let me tell y'all why bro Cause one, the first thing I will say this before I say why I was confused. She was right, bro. Our swags didn't match, bro. I was thinking differently even at that time, bro. Man, I I had enough money in my bank account. I could have bought two hundred pairs of trues, bro. Obviously, I'm embellishing. I I could have bought about a hundred pair of trues though. How much money I had in my bank account at the time, bro? That's that's with me paying for school and having like full on bills, like. Even to think like the fact that I was in California on that day, like I bought that plane ticket to be out there. <laughs> like I, I was paying for my own travel. And 
I was just, I was confused, and I literally remember, like, you know, I got the scoop. I went and chopped it up with her. I asked her straight up, like, didn't beat her on the bush. I'm like, bro, you upset with me? Or saying, like, we not going to work because I don't want to buy designer jeans? I don't want to wear my money? Like, that makes no absolute sense. And, you know, I, I even... <laughs> I even found it funny because, you know, at the time I ended up telling my dad about it and he ended up uh, knowing like her mother because they went to high school together and saying, oh, no way, ain't no way her daughter would say something like that, man. Like, like, bro, like she that's her. Her mom is so cool. Like her mom's so down to earth. And I I just remember thinking like, bro, like this is, this is how I know. Like, I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. Like, I can't. I can't, I just can't let nobody make me feel bad or make me feel like less than as if like I don't got other stuff going on. To even think in this tweet, like it's saying like, like, man, like $36,000 is not enough money for you to be the best version of yourself. And I'm thinking like a lot of the times I was the best version of myself. My tax bracket was not in the conversation. Like a lot of the help that I've gone on to give people like, it was for free. It had nothing to do with how much money I had or didn't have. To even think what I'm saying, like, all the people that I'm bigging up and for helping me when I was in college, bro, it wasn't no money involved. It was just genuine kindness. It was just them paying for what somebody else had did for them, you know? And I just went on to carry it forward and pay it on to those who came after and I, I, that's why I'm saying I get so confused, not, not understanding, like, like, what does money really have to do with being the best version of yourself? To even like I'm saying to say like, oh, like, you worried about your bills, that's why your relationship's gonna crumble, or you not attentive to your partner, your relationship's gonna crumble. It's like, bruh, make, make the proper preparations with what you got. Stop trying to go above and beyond. To, to be like to be like something you might not be meant to be everything is not for everybody and i'm even here to even say that on this episode like like especially when college is concerned because i'm saying like i was what i was facing man i'm not gonna lie man i wouldn't even be mad at somebody for dropping out i wouldn't be mad if somebody went back home and was like this is too much like i gotta work three jobs just to be at this place no, that's not for me. I didn't sign up for this. I, I wouldn't be mad because I'm telling you, man, that life was hard. I remember being a junior talking to countless freshmen, you know, who was like, dang, I can't wait to get off campus. I can't wait till, I, you know, I get to do whatever I want. I'm like, bruh, trust me. Appreciate the fact that you're here because once you're off campus, you're off. Like, I don't have a meal plan. I'm sneaking in with y'all ID cards to eat because I'm starving. Like, stay here. You can leave the lights on as much as you want. You can take the longest shower you want if possible. Like, it's it's not a game when you're in the real world. Even to think, like, working at Walmarts has showed me, like, man, this is why I should grind harder in school, man. This is why... I I'm going to be in school, man, because I'm not going to lie. When I was at Walmart, I was seeing I was seeing how, you know, this this could be difficult for me. To try to make it like 
under these conditions, like not just like the pay I was getting at the time, but just that type of stress of like a job being on you like so tight about everything. And like even to think the Walmart I was working at when I was in college would change my days off without telling me anything. In particular, like I told them, like, I need Sundays off when they hired me. Like, I got to go to church on Sundays. They said, okay, that's good. Man, they end up changing that. And that's how I knew, man, I had to get up out of there. I had to get up out of there because I, I love going to church more than I like Walmart. You know, I had to quit, man. I, I love college more than I love Walmart. And I'm here to tell you right now, man. Try to get in a place where, like, you you love yourself more than you love some money. Go try to find you some people where it don't cost you money to have friends. Those are the type of friends you want. Those are the type of relationships you want to think, like, even my boy, man, Paul Stone, man. I went to Mardi Gras a bunch of times with my boy, and he didn't even, like, like, do nothing but show us the best hospitality, man. Took us back to the to his mom's house in New Orleans, man. I mean, she she cooked, like, full a full meal spread, like, every day. And we had a good time, man. Like, I mean, he, didn't, he did not have to do that. I mean, he was going to go to Mardi Gras regardless. He was visiting his mom. Like, it's a big thing, man. And I, I'm just I'm just thankful, man. Even, you know, my, my boys, James Ryans, Alex Coleman, man, he's... These dudes, I, I just look up to so much, man. They they just showed me, man. Like, you know, man, sometimes it's difficult, man. But just find some people to help you, man. Don't try to be Superman. You know? It's it's okay to ask for some help. Hey, man, just all these people that gave me so much game. Like, I'm just so thankful, man. And I'm just here to say, man, like, just find just find you some people. Find you some people, find you as many people as you can to mentor you, to become a role model, man. Like, man, I'm telling you, even now, like, you don't even want to look back and be like, man, I just spent so much time, like, to myself or, like, chasing this money or getting to this bag. It's like, I'm just by myself, you know? People be out here, man. I'll, I'll be seeing y'all. Salute to y'all, man. Y'all y'all buying houses. Y'all got some property, man. Y'all, y'all got the careers that y'all wanted, you know, but then I'm just like, man, I'm, I might not have all that right now, man, but the, man, the friendships I got is priceless, man. The, the mentors that I still got priceless. Like I, I just couldn't put a price on this, man. And I'm, I'm thankful for it all. Even some of the coworkers I met throughout these summer jobs, man. Like, I'm thankful for some of the people I got to give advice to, man, because I remember when I used to beat him and I had these same questions and, you know, I was thinking, like, I don't know who I'm going to ask him to. I don't know who I'm going to get this help from. And, you know, I, I took some bumps along the road, but it's like, man, like I told you, I'm big on I don't want nobody else taking no bumps along the road, man. So, I mean, with that being said, you know, you know, praise God, you know, we still here. Praise, praise God for the people that are still in our lives. And also, you know, I just want to send some prayers up for the people in Louisiana, Mississippi, any other southern state or these small cities that was 
affected by Hurricane Ida. I know even where I'm at at Huntsville, some people luckily got to evacuate here because they had family here. And I know some people won't be able to go back to their homes at all, if not for months. This is bad out there, man. Pray for those people. Also, I want to pray for everybody in Afghanistan. I just, man, I pray everything works out, man. Like, the world is a crazy place, man. And, you know, people people need our prayers. People need our help, man. Like, my charge going forward, you know, in closing this, man, just, just try to spread some love to somebody that you don't know. And with that said, man, I'll see y'all next time on another episode of Illegal Intellect. Peace. Yeah.